Who is Daniel Jones, this Duke quarterback? And is he the next Dave Brown? Oh, the chills that Giants fans just had crashing in on them. Dave Brown. Sounds made up, the name, almost. Yet it was very real. Also, we lay out the perfect Jets NFL draft scenario. P-S-N-Y. is Daniel Jones, this dookie quarterback? Dookie in a sense, the Blue Devils. Not the Green Day cover, a la early 90s, 93 and 94, I forget which year. The famed album, post-punk rock sellout in the minds of many Green Day fans came out. But yeah, Duke Blue Devils. Let's not call Daniel Jones dookie just yet. Although, Dave Brown comes to mind. Why? And for those who don't remember, for those who just got out of their mother's wombs eight days ago, you know, living that millennial life, Dave Brown was one of the greater disappointments in New York Giants history. In the early 90s, trying to find that Phil Simms replacement, post-Parcells, it was Dave Brown. He was the number one pick in the supplemental draft back in 1992. Started immediately, I believe. If I'm wrong, someone... someone um, no, he didn't start immediately. I'm sorry. Drafted in 92. Sat for the first two years. Took over the reins in 94. Started for three straight seasons. To horrible results. The Giants were no good. Dave Brown just wasn't an NFL starting quarterback. 94, 15 games started, 12 TDs, 16 picks, 11 TDs, 10 picks, 12 TDs, 20 picks. Never surpassed 3,000 yards. Listen, it was a different world. 3,000 yards was a hell of a thing back then. But Giants fans remember Dave Brown. The last Duke quarterback for the New York football Giants. Why is Dave Brown being mentioned? Obviously, the new Duke quarterback, Daniel Jones, who is the most polarizing player right now in terms of wide-ranging opinions on where he should be drafted. Top 10, third round, second round, late first round, it's all over the place. And with quarterbacks like this, it will be all over the place. He's the perfect prototype. That's what gets general managers by the balls. That's what perks them up. No coffee needed. His arm talent isn't tremendous. He worked under David Cutliffe at Duke. Didn't have great talent around him. He works quick through his progressions, but he makes silly decisions. Boneheaded, Mark Sanchez-type decisions that you just can't... it, It defies logic. You can't understand. And doing that at Duke... How will that translate to the NFL? It's a very scary situation. Kid stands at six foot five, two hundred twenty-one pounds, thirty-two and a half inch arms. Ran a four point eight one forty yard, 
33.5 vertical. He's, he's athletic. His athleticism is okay. You know, he's not Lamar Jackson, but he's also not Eli. He can move. He's not Sam Darnold either. Darnold's pretty damn athletic compared to him, but he's no slouch. I don't know. Okay? I have no idea. My opinion, I don't like this quarterback class. Murray, I think Murray will be solid. Haskins, don't don't love him. Jones, do not love him. Greer, I like based on his current draft projection, uh, projection in the second round. So, I mean, if Greer was a top 10 pick, I would not like him either. But based on the second round pick, second round projection, I like Greer. Locke, that cocky SOB who I think Elway is smitten with at number 10, he's sort of like Jones. He's all over the place in the first round, out of the first round. We don't know. Overall, I didn't expect this, this rumor, this buzz, this report. I actually didn't even expect Gettleman to go quarterback in the first round at number 6 and 17. If you get him in as that old school mind, he won't rush it. He won't force a quarterback. And I didn't think he was in love with any of these quarterbacks. So I thought he'd go pass rush at six, Josh Allen. Should he fall? Or take uh, Montez Sweat or Gary or even Christian Wilkins at 17. And maybe Jonah Williams or one of the other tackles at 17. Or just go two defensive players and take a second-level defender like Bush at 17. If he takes a quarterback, I didn't expect it at 6. But Ralph Vacchiano of SNY dropped it on Wednesday, the eve before the draft, that there are serious rumblings that Gettleman, this is what he said, has been cagey about his plans. There are a number of people around the NFL who just don't believe Gettleman, and they believe he's ready to take Daniel Jones at number six. That is their guy, an NFL source told SNY on Wednesday. They love him, and they have for a while. I can't imagine they'll wait till 17. He's not likely to last that long. That's the quote. Now, Vacchiano, in his mock, still has defense at number six. This is just a report. Now, folks, when you're dealing with reports, you don't know. You don't know who the hell the person is. It could be an administrative secretary. I don't believe Vacchiano would do that. Vacchiano's a pro's pro. He's a vet. He's not one of those mumble reporters that we see today. Yeah, mumble reporters. Do you get it? So... I believe Vacchiano, and I believe this is this dude is the, the the source is okay. I think you could latch onto this information and take it in and trust it. But we don't know. Could be a leak. Could be a smokescreen. It'll be very interesting. If Daniel Jones is picked, get ready for the Dave Brown noise, folks. There's no link. It makes no sense. It's similar to the Jets and taking a USC quarterback, Darnold, because Sanchez failed. It's one of those silly fan ideas, narratives. You know, uh, when was the last Duke quarterback who had success in the NFL? Like, it doesn't matter. If Daniel Daniel Jones is the real deal, it doesn't matter. Dave Brown means nothing. Having said that, oh man, it gets the Giants fan base going. 
the pulse gets leveled up to an unseen measure because Dave Brown represents everything that's wrong with Giants history. 1989 at Duke, 1,400 yards, 1,479, 14 TDs, 6 picks. 1990, 1,444 yards, 8 TDs, 12 picks. 1991, 2794, 20 and 15. Number one pick in the supplemental draft. Not the regular draft, the supplemental draft. We already ran off what he did in the NFL. Quickly went to Phoenix, or it was Arizona at the time, 1998. They finally changed their name to Arizona. I like the Phoenix Cardinals better. It has a better ring to it, by the way. But Daniel Jones, three-year starter, came out as a junior, redshirted his first year, 2016, 2,836 yards, 16 TDs, 9 picks. 2017, 2,691, 14 and 11. 2018, 2,674, 22 and 9. Completion percentage of 59.9 in those three years. Not great, especially for this college, college, uh, college ball, which features zero defense. Okay, it's not the Big 12, but you get the idea. It's gone down that route for every conference. I don't know. You don't know. Only Gettleman knows, and even Gettleman doesn't know what Daniel Jones will do in the NFL. Personally, I would bypass the quarterbacks in this first round. I would go edge rusher, offensive line, or edge rusher, second-level linebacker, and think about Will Greer in the second round. Daniel Jones... When I'm looking at quarterbacks in college, the thing I'm mainly looking for, yeah, arm talent is nice. He's, he's not the most gifted arm in the world. He could get it done. There's no question. He's an NFL guy in that regard. But he's not insane. He's not off the charts. What I really look for, however, is what's in between the ears, the decision-making. And talent or lack of talent around that quarterback means very little in terms of decision-making. It'll affect statistics, for sure. It shouldn't affect decision-making. And he makes throws and decisions that you, you just don't understand what's happening. How does that get better at the next level? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. In, in this category, for a guy with arm talent that doesn't touch some of the other prospects, he better bring great decision-making to the table. You know, if it's a Jeff George type with a golden arm and he makes bad decisions, you know, you could understand taking a chance on him. In Daniel Jones' situation, his arm talent isn't great. His accuracy is very good. He's very accurate, especially on deep passes. But again, that decision-making. And if Daniel Jones is the pick at six, oh, Dave Brown. The name Dave Brown's going to go crazy. It's going to go wild. Giants fans will bring it up. Other Giants fans will tear up that person for bringing it up. It's going to be crazy. The New York Jets. Nothing's changed since yesterday when we said trust Dan Snyder. And again, if a gun is to my head, I don't think a trade's going to happen. You just can never bet on a trade. Now, a couple things. Trading down is still the top priority. There's no question. 
What if the Jets and the Skins already have a deal in place? And it all depends on what falls to the Jets. Meaning, what if Bosa falls to the Jets at three? And they want Bosa. What if a deal is in place in which the Jets told Snyder and the Skins, here it is, we have it on paper, we can execute it as long as this happens. If Bosa falls to us, we're not making the deal. If Bosa does not fall to us, we're pulling the trigger. It's very possible that's the scenario right now. It's very possible there's nothing. But the perfect Jets scenario, other than trading down, hinges on the San Francisco 49ers. Murray, one. Bosa, two. The Jets need to pray the Niners are smitten with Quinn and Williams and they take Quinn and Williams number two. That would solve so many problems. Because if they do that, just don't have to worry about the three interior linemen misfit with Quinnen, Leo, Henry, akin to 2015 with Leonard, Sheldon, and Muhammad. If the Niners do that, Bosa graciously falls down to the Jets at number three. Yeah, he's injury prone. So many questions. But the fit is beautiful. The talent is great. They need that edge rusher, whoever he is. Niners could trade, too. Niners could trade it as well. There's not much buzz around it, but it would serve the same purpose if they traded it and the team that they're trading with is going quarterback or going Quinnen. Much more unlikely than the Niners just taking Quinnen outright instead of Bosa. But that is the perfect scenario to avoid complication. I like Quinnen as well. I like Quinnen. He's a, he's a great package. Kid, talent, all that stuff. I don't like the fit. I don't like the football strategy end of it. it it's a rough one, folks. It's rough. It, it, you don't want your defensive coordinator having to deal with this problem. You don't want to see Leonard Williams... Or Henry Anderson on the edge. They're 300-pound dudes. 300-pound dudes are not supposed to be on the edge in space. It's not supposed to happen. Save for a couple 3-3-5 plays or 4-3 bigger uh, four-man front plays where the run is very likely. So, Dave Brown, Quinnen Williams, San Francisco 49ers, trust in Dan Snyder. It's 3.30 Eastern time right now. What time is the draft tonight? 8 o'clock? So we're almost there. Four and a half hours away. The Jets expect Quinnen, but hope San Francisco selects his name at number two. Hope Dan Snyder continues doing his fan thing and brings back Robert Griffin the third memories. Those are the two scenarios for the Jets. For the Giants, Dave Brown. Daniel Jones at six. We'll get him and do this. We'll get him and actually do this. Ah, I trust Vacchiano. I trust that report. He's not a mumble reporter. But 
even if the report is true, there's only one person who believes it. Only one person who says a lot of people in the NFL believe that Gettleman's going quarterback. I will stick with Josh Allen at number six, Quinnen Williams at three, Josh Allen at six, and Jonah Williams at number 17. I'll stick with it. But hey, Daniel Jones could get selected at number six. He can get selected at 17, although most people don't think he'll last. I actually had him out of the first round in the mock, only because of Elway's insanity. I think Elway loves Drew Locke. Could be completely 100% wrong. The mock, like I told you yesterday, mock drafts are just ridiculous, stupid stuff. But we'll see. We'll see. If Daniel Jones is the pick at six, get ready for the Dave Brown Parade down memory road.